0: In The name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many of you guys uh, have a, a garden at home, bastana at home? Anybody like anybody grow their own uh, fruits and vegetables? My dad does. He's he's good at it. He's not he's not the greatest. He's getting there. He's getting there, but he's good at it. Every once in a while, my mom I'm like, oh, try these khiyara ilam in bastana ilam in ilam. I'm like, oh, great, cool. Tastes no different to me. And this is a beautiful thing. And Jesus, of course, uses all of these beautiful images of the world because everything in the world has some sort of reference or symbolizes something much deeper. So Jesus uses agriculture today to help us understand how important faith is and how important it is to nourish our faith just like a seed in order for it to grow what does it need water sun but more importantly it needs good soil needs good soil right now today i mean i would say that in general the soil is is really our hearts it's the heart of each human soul however today i want to talk about in particular The soil being families today. Most importantly, young families. Now, Jesus uses the the image of different soils, different types of soils, to show the different types of responses or different types of hearts that we can have when God tries to enter our heart. So today... I want to talk in context of families, the different types of families there are today and how certain types of families either receive the word of God and really try to cultivate it and make it grow. And then the certain families that are kind of teeter tottering on the world and in the church somewhat like to keep the faith there. It's something good for our kids, but it really has no root. The faith is not the root of some families. And so Jesus gives us four different examples of four different types of soils. Today, I'll say four different types of families that I personally, as a priest, have seen. Now, I'm not attacking anybody. Uh, I'm just giving you facts of what is happening in the world today. What is happening in our Kelden community today? And if we don't talk about it, just like today, so many people are getting up and, and there's, there's going to be a revolution because of the politics and because of the propaganda and because of all the stuff. And if we don't speak up, what's going to happen to our world? Well, today, I'm going to say the same thing. If we don't speak up about what's happening in our world and in our families and in our communities, what's going to happen? The, the, the seed of faith in our families today will be choked by the devil. And the devil is after families today more than ever before. He wants to destroy families. He wants to destroy our children. And if you don't believe that the devil is after you and your children, you're in danger. Because if you don't know what you're up against, you won't know how to fight. Now, I think we all know where I'm going with this. The very first one is the diff- the soil or the seed that fell on the path he says that the seed that fell on the path are those who when they hear the word of God they don't actually understand it so the devil right away can easily distract them and take it away from them i would say that this symbolizes those of us i'm speaking in general like us as individuals but more so now today as families there are families today out there who don't really take the time to sit with their children, read scripture, talk about the faith, and so when their children come to church, they don't actually really understand what's going on. Maybe they send their, their, their kids to Catholic schools, right? Like, oh, I, I, of course, we send our kids to Catholic school. <clears throat> but do your children know how many sacraments there are? Can your children tell me how many sac- what, what each sacrament is and what the purpose of that sacrament is? Are you talking about the sacraments in your house? Are you talking about Jesus in your house? Does everything in your family reference Jesus? Does everything fall back to Jesus in your family? Right? Because yeah, you can send your kids to Catholic schools... But if it's not happening in the house and you're not helping your children's conscience grow and you're not developing their hearts and their minds according to the gospel, then what, what good is it? Because there are temptations in Catholic schools just like there, there is in public schools. So what are we doing with our children? Are we teaching our children the faith at home? Are we speaking about Jesus in the home? Or is Jesus like this like, thing that you only talk about when you go to catechism? Some people are literally embarrassed to bring up the name of Jesus in their homes. Some of us, when we go out with friends and family, we're embarrassed to talk about Jesus. We're embarrassed to talk about God. Why? Because we don't understand Him. We don't understand Jesus. If we understood Him, if we knew Him, we would be shouting from the rooftops. We wouldn't be able to stop talking. So our children today... They need to know the Word. They need to understand it. What are we doing today? When your children ask you, Hey, what is it that... Why is there a Trinity? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Is that three gods or is that one God? Do you know how to respond, parents? And if you don't, can you go online? Go on YouTube. Go find out the answer and then go explain it to your children. You know? I mean, are we taking the time and really putting in the effort? I mean, here as parents, we do a great job of putting effort into making sure that our children go to soccer and go to sports and and go to here and go to there. Make sure that my kid knows math and science so that they can become a, a great doctor one day. But do we want our children to be evangelists today? Do we want our children to be disciples of Christ before they are wealthy? What do we really want? Jesus then gives the example of the rocky ground. And he says that these are the ones that don't have any root in them. And when suffering and when um, persecution on behalf or on account of your Christianity comes, they fall away because they have no root in them. Today, more than ever, it it is going to be a crime one day to be a Christian. I personally believe you can think I'm wrong, but I believe that before I die and if I live till I'm 80, I think that before I die, I will end up in jail as a priest. I have mentally prepared myself for that. And if you don't believe that that's the direction that the world is going in, you just need to turn on the news. More than ever today, it is going to be a crime to be a Christian. Your children will be bullied for talking about Jesus, for having faith in Christ more than ever today. It's sad. It's scary. It scares the heck out of me. It probably scares the heck out of you guys as parents that are sitting in this church doing your best. And I will say, I love this parish so much because I see so many young families. That gives us a lot of hope. I mean, the fact that you're here sitting in this church, it probably took you, it was probably hell just getting you out of the door, getting you into this church. But you're here, right? You will see the fruits of that one day. So that one day when they go to school and somebody makes fun of them for being a Christian, when they're hearing my words today, they'll remember what I'm saying today and they'll be able to go and answer those children that are making, making fun of them for being Christians. How many of us today are embarrassed now to say, you know what, I am a conservative and you know what, I don't believe in abortion. How many of us today are afraid of doing that or afraid of saying that today? They're making it more than ever now a taboo to say, I believe in Jesus. And so if we don't have faith inside of our hearts, we're going to fall away the minute we get attacked. Why? Well, I'll give you an example. Somebody told my friend, this was her friend telling her, you know, church is nice and everything, but you know, I just want to make sure that my children are nice people, as long as my children are kind, that's all that matters. We just need to be kind to one another. How does being kind help you when somebody is attacking you for being a Christian? Oh, because you were nice to them? Okay, what about when, you, when, when temptations, trials, suffering comes to your children? How does being kind help that child? Where do they fall back on? Who do they run to? What is their support? What are their roots? If it's not Jesus... It's going to be something else. The children are going to fall back on drugs, the wrong friends, sex, whatever it is. So the minute difficulties and trials and temptations come, if they don't have Jesus, if they're not rooted in Jesus, they're going to fall away. I mean, this is not rocket science, is it? No? Am I saying anything new here? No? Okay. The third that he gives is those who fell on the thorns, the seeds of faith that fell on the thorns. And I would say that these, and he says here, that it's those people who are so rooted in the riches and the desires of the world, and the riches and the desires for riches, those are the ones that are thorny, That the riches of the world, they choke faith. The desires and the ways of the world, they choke the faith. Now, let me tell you guys, parents, if your children have TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram, and they are any younger than 14 years old, you're in danger. You're in danger. Do you even know what is going on on Tiktok and Instagram and Snapchat? I mean, nowadays, I mean, no offense, but I mean, we're naive to think that our children are not sending inappropriate images to one another. We're we're, we're naive if we think that our, our girls are not thinking that wearing a crop top is normal. Oh, father went after the girls, father went after this, father... You know what? If you're going to be that naive about it, and if you're going to be that ignorant, watch and see what is going to happen to your daughter one day. And then maybe you'll remember my words. Okay? You You can throw rocks and stones at me all day long, but until you see what is going to happen to these children, you will remember my words. Is it normal? For a young girl at 12 years old, 13 years old, to be showing half of her body? This is what the world is saying is okay. And this is what they're being taught, the propaganda that they're being taught through TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram all day long. They're just normalizing it. They're they're literally making, they're brainwashing our children, and then those same people are the ones that are saying, Christianity brainwashes you. Of course. (laughs) What is going to happen to to this world? And what is happening to our community already? Our parents, our Chaldean parents are wearing crop tops, for God's sake. You're not cool, moms. You're so not cool. Like, cover up, look classy. You don't look classy. Sorry. That's not okay. And now, no offense to the brides out there, but now the brides are coming looking like they're going to the beach. Do you know the difference between going to the beach and going to church? there's a big difference. You don't show your stomach at church. You don't show your chest at church. Okay. I'm not attacking people. I'm talking about what's happening in the world today. I'm trying to show us the fruits of where we are going as a community. Please do not get offended. Do not get If you're taking it personal, then you got something to work on. I'm scared right now preaching this homily. My heart is beating 1,000 miles per hour right now preaching this homily. Believe me. You think I want to say this? <laughs> Believe me, I don't want to say this because I don't want anybody to run away from the church because of what we're saying. But if you don't want to accept the word, then you will run away no matter what I say. If you're not here to hear the word of God and to change your life according to his word, you will run away from anything that I say, right? We all have something to work on, but if we don't, if we don't bring this to the light, it's going to destroy our children. Our little boys, all they know is video games all day long, superheroes all day long. Do they know Jesus? Do they know the saints? Our little boys are already thinking in numbers. They just want to be rich. From the minute they're 15, 16 years old, they just want to be rich. That's all they think about. Do they want to be rich in Jesus? Right? Last but not least, he says the families today, or he says the the seed that fell on good soil are the ones that hear the word of God and they do it. I'll tell you this. Statistics show, there was a study that was done, statistics show that the father who does not go to Mass on Sunday, who does not take his children to church on Sundays, but the mother goes every Sunday and maybe even every day, do you know what what are the numbers, what are the chances that those children will go to church on Sundays if only the mother goes to church, do you know? 4%. Okay, if the father goes to church every Sunday, the father, I'm talking about the father here. If the father goes to church on Sundays and takes his children to church on Sundays, do you know what the number is? The chances of his children going to church on Sundays on their own? Over 80%. This is how important it is, my brothers and sisters, to live the faith. To live it. It's not enough to just talk about it. It's not enough to send your children to Catholic school. We need to live it. We need to be immersed in the Word of God. We need to have time in our homes say, Electronics off, everybody sit in the family room, we're about to pray, and we're going to listen to the Word of God. We're going to watch a video for 10 minutes on YouTube where we're going to listen to the gospel, and you guys are going to watch. You are not going to have Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook unless I'm allowed to check your phone and unless I have your password. You're not allowed to have your internet without having adult content blocked on your, on your phone. I mean, what are the measures that we're taking to protect our children, right? I mean, there's beautiful tools out there to protect our children, but we as parents and as a community, we need to get our priorities in check. If Jesus is not number one in the family, we have no roots. We will fall away and our children will be snatched by the evil one. It's just as simple as that. So I'm not blasting anybody. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm waking us up so that our children are protected. We are protected from the evil one. And we will be rich in the word of God, not in the world. Amen. Well,